You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Rookie Blue After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Rookie Blue After Show. Oh, okay. Marissa got hooked with the music choice today. <laughs> I believe this song was actually in the episode. Is this the Crab Bucket song? Yeah. Okay, this is the song I was going to tell them to yeah. play, too. Tiana, we are so on point. I love it. Yes. That is why we do so many yeah. shows together. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Rookie Blue. After a week off of the airways in the USA, we are back. Um, I'm Tiana Hobson. It's season five, episode seven, Deal with the Devil. And I have my two very mischievous co-hosts over here who I will let introduce themselves. I'm Yvonne Masonette, mischievous woman number one. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. I'm Marissa Serafini. Not so mischievous, but okay, we'll go with that. I wish I could dance. I just want to, like, bust a move to this track right now. Uh, wicked, wicked. Catchy. It is catchy. Um, okay, so tonight's episode was great. I want to talk about the cannoli case first because I didn't really care for that part of the episode. <laughs> I know, surprisingly um, so. Yeah, usually the case, you know, is exciting and fun and the it just kind of felt like it was in the way this week of what I actually wanted to be hearing about. Yeah. I agree. It felt like a B story, yeah. not the A story. And it wasn't developed like you know, like most of the cases, yeah, yeah. we didn't have an arc to it. It yeah. just kind of fizzled at the end. Yeah, it just kind of was like hanging a little. Like, what? Yeah, yeah. We'll Anyways, <laughs> we'll get into it. So there's a firebombing in Little in Little Italy, and so um, Tracy is trying to find the suspect. They have a witness who says that they saw um, Vincenzo. What was his last name? I didn't get Piz- it. Pizzuti. Pizzuti. Yeah. yeah. Um, AKA Vinny the Quitta. The Quitta. The fleeing the scene. So, I mean, there's that that they're going based off of. They're trying to track this guy down. So, um, Shaw sends Nick, Chloe, and Gail, which is an odd threesome. <laughs> to that send was out. It's a very. Chloe was very happy, though, to be. Yeah, off it was her birthday. Death. And so she's off desk duty. She's yeah. off desk duty. So, she's excited to get back out there. Um, at the coffee shop, we meet Mario, who is the owner. And, um,. Very Italian. Yeah, very Italian. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, mm, <laughs> close your eyes. He's definitely yeah, Italian. Yeah, that's how I was. I was trying to think of how to say it, and that's perfect. I think it was his voice that sold him. I'm like, yeah, totally. he he has the whole syncopation and diction down and the Italian accent. That Italian man. Mm. <laughs> he was very charming, although you knew he was into some bad things, probably. Yes. But very he, secretive. Yeah, very secretive. He had, you know, he was talking to Chloe like, "Hey, I have a son." That was cute. You know, he's a catch, and, you know, he's, he's like, he's cute like his father. And I was like, oh, you're so sweet. I love, like, little charming old men, old charming old guys. And then you're like, but clearly you're Sums involved up. somehow. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they're like, hey, can we go check your basement? And he's like, not without a search warrant, which Very I true. will say I'm fully supportive of that. Because, you know, know your rights. 
and know that, you know, you don't have to say yes. And you also don't have to be guilty because you said no. Right. You know, but... And he wasn't argumentative. Yeah. It shows that he's willing to comply with the police and work with them. So, I mean, it was good. Yeah. He was, like, calm. Calm. He, he knew what was up, but he didn't, you know, break a sweat. Yeah, he claims he knows nothing about um, who this Vinny guy is, and he also doesn't know anything about the firebombing. Um, so they go back to the car, and Oliver, you know, over the phone is like, hey, show some initiative. I don't have time to babysit you today. A lot's happening over here. So figure something out. Um, and Nick, being the awesome, sexy man that he is, is like, hey, there goes their trash. Let's go grab Let's him. go grab the bags of trash and go through it, which is exactly what Chloe and any girl would want to do on their birthday. <laughs> it's going to oh, be a trash. Totally. It's like, oh my gosh, it's not even my trash. Like, I don't want to dig even through my trash. She even tried to get out of it. She's like, it's my birthday, and I don't want to <laughs> get dirty and smell. And he's like... Go, go do yeah. what you have to do. And sometimes Happy you gotta birthday. get dirty, though. It's for your job. There's yeah. getting Despite dirty. whatever it is. Yeah, there's was, getting dirty, and then there's digging it. That's trash. the kind of dirty <laughs> you gotta go take a shower right after. Yeah. Smelling, you know, like, yeah, it's making the linger. whole parade room smell. Yeah, <laughs> that's just... I mean, she was like, oh my gosh, I just vomited in my mouth. Yep. I was, <laughs> like, was, I was sitting in my chair vomiting in my mouth for her. That was funny. Because it was so gross. <laughs> um, and funny. And funny, right? But, um... So in there they find a thumb, not a penis. She thought it was a penis. That was she <laughs> yeah. thought, a penis. Oh, I know. And she she kept saying it over and over again. And then they shot to it. I'm like, no way, no way are penis. they going to show a penis? <laughs> yeah, on the yeah. show. I'm not going to lie. I got excited when I thought they found a penis. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, that would have been really good. Like, I was like, this is going to be the penis. best. I was like, this is like a Lorena Bobbitt moment. Like, what happened? Who got that their penis chopped off? Um, <laughs> that was so funny. A thumb penis. Yeah, I mean, I guess. but it turns out it was just a thumb. Womp, womp, womp. <laughs> um, Chloe needs to keep the lights on next her next time her endeavor getting it on. No, so the difference. No, the difference. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So we get the thumb, and then we're going to talk about how we get find out whose thumbprint it is a little later. But we get the thumbprint back. We find out that it's actually Mario's son, a.k.a. Lil Mario, who Lil I believe Mario. is a rapper. Is he a, oh, Lil he Mario? wasn't Lil. He was just Mario is the singer. Oh, he's a singer. No. Are you thinking <laughs> like, Lil, Lil Romeo? Lil Romeo was the rapper. Lil Romeo is okay. there. And then Mario is just like a and singer. And Mario is just a singer. But he was Lil when he came out. <laughs> yeah. So He was Lil Mario at <laughs> He one was point. Lil Mario. <laughs> but Mario, again, another Italian name. Yeah, another very Italian name. Um... So they, well, Swarik has called in Vinny and adult Mario, I guess we can call him, um, for questioning. They both are like, nope, it wasn't me. Their witness has now retracted her statement, so clearly someone got to her. Mm-hmm. Um, to, spooked her. Yeah, spooked her to, you know, make her yeah. say, nope, actually it wasn't and him. He's like, that's all I've got. Yeah. And he's like, well, um, Tracy's like, you still got your thumb. <laughs> He's like, my witness is out the window because she retracted. But yeah, so um, Mario, they get him in. I'm like, oh, how'd you lose your thumb? Oh, I was slicing some meat at home. Sliced yeah, it right off. Most the most lame lie yeah. ever. Like, I felt like anything else. Yeah, I felt like all of the bad guys quote bad guys excuses were really kind of lame. Lame tired. tonight. Yeah. yeah, it was like 
come on, you couldn't think of anything better? I mean, it was like, just so, come on. like You know that was a yeah. lie. Yeah, it's like, how predictable. Like, it's not convincing. Be creative with your lie a little just bit. Just anything else. Cut it off while cutting some steak. Anything. Just know, a just, meat slicer. Yeah. Who okay. was mowing the lawn? I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Dog. I don't know. But, you know, it is very clear that Mario, little Mario, does not like Vinny. He thinks that he's like, kiss up to his father and he's always around and trying to prove himself so Tracy and Swarick put Mario and Vinny in a room together that with was funny two bottles of water and, and I thought the water was going to play a part in, I, and do it I because I mean when you get questioned you don't eat or drink anything yeah, you leave your DNA come <laughs> like, on you don't leave your DNA or that fingerprints on anything you've seen we too many thinking, episodes like, to know. are they really that dumb like are they gonna start talking you know they're in this room they put them in there and walk out and it's kind of like come on it's like if you, those two start talking about what happened, they're the dumbest yeah. criminals <laughs> you, ever. You do not do that. Like, yeah. Because... But it's not even, like, talking to each other about whatever is going on. It's about body language and how they react to each other. Yeah. That can literally... You can read from body language if something... If they're guilty or not. Yeah. So the, Vinny was... They were trying to talk in code, but it was very obvious code. It's like, yeah, you know, your girlfriend should be more careful... Next time, don't yeah. bring your girlfriend around, or don't be texting your <laughs> yeah. girlfriend while like, you're well, cutting the anymore. meat. <laughs> he was like, I won't be texting anyone this thumb. Yeah, that it was, was just a weird conversation that clearly pointed out exactly what happened with <laughs> yeah. the bombing and who was involved. So that was br- kind of, yeah, it was... Yeah, I think that's why I was like, this case was just lackluster to me, because... It was too simple. It was way too simple. They bring in adult Mario, he's like, you did this to my son? It was too easy, yeah. Mm-hmm. There was yeah. no build-up, nothing. Yeah, like, he's like, wait. I want to speak to you guys. Yeah, it's like, oh, that witness who, you know, got scared. I don't think that's going to be a problem anymore. Yeah. So Even that, none of it was well-developed, huh? So, I think it was it was too stereotypical, too, of the character developments of each of these yeah. people. We're like, mm-hmm. okay, he's the shady guy, good chances he's the guilty one, and then this one is the one who's affected, he's the victim in the crime. I mean, it was too easy. And it didn't seem typical of, like, Rookie Blue. Normally everything is kind of like, you're wanting more you know, but this time yeah. it just seemed really I don't know if it was rushed or what. So I think they were saving the juicy bits mm-hmm. for Andy and Duncan. Yep. Yeah. So that's why the case was just kind of something to give the rest of the precinct to kind of focus on. Focus for, on yeah. something for them to do. Um, but before we start talking about Andy and Duncan, want to take a quick minute to say thank you for listening to us on iTunes and watching us on YouTube. Make sure you like our podcast that you subscribe to it that you leave us comments let us know what you like and what you don't like we put out all this content free for you here at after buzz tv so make sure you go to our website afterbuzztv.com and check out all the other shows that we have going on it's the summertime and you think that television was at a stalemate but it's 2014 there's so many shows on right now in the summer that are good and great and phenomenal you should check them all out and Make sure you let everyone know I told you to do it. <laughs> there. There's my PSA for the day. Very well done. Very Thank you. Well. Andy and Duncan. <laughs> okay. Oh. So, Oliver, first of all, starts off so his last week in a white shirt, and he's so excited about, you know, getting back on the streets and not having to be right. the boss man anymore. That inspector guy who they just call inspector, kind of creepy, like, Inspector, what? Yeah, In- inspector. just inspector. inspector. Like he was—is that on your birth certificate, <laughs> inspector? Yes, it is, in like, where does he come from? What are his roots? Um, 
Anyway, he wants Oliver to stay on as the staff sergeant. He's like, I give you a job offer and you're refusing to take it. That's not cool, man. Um, But in the meantime, Shaw has Andy working with him while this whole um, trial, not a trial, what's hearing? Hearing, that's the word I'm looking for. While the hearing is waiting to take place, which is supposed to be in two weeks. But boom, shakalaka, bam. <laughs> it gets pushed up to two hours And how can from they now. do that? Like, that's not, is that realistic? You can't have something and you've got two weeks to plan and then they walk in like, oh, by the way, your hearing's in two days, I mean, two hours. That didn't bug me as much as the fact that Andy's public defender guy was just Lame. MIA. Yeah. Or the fact, deal? like, his head wasn't fully in it. I was like, oh my god. And he's he like, came, talk to you? He came late. He didn't even know Andy's name. He didn't know Shaw's yeah. name. And I'm like, he's completely out of place and he's the one that's gonna defend Andy yeah. in yeah, and this. Yeah, like, didn't I talk to you? And she's like, yeah, he's like, what did you say? What He said something like that. And we're yeah, like, like, she's like, she's like, we had we, a phone call. We yeah, talked last we week. We did talk. Yeah, but they never met in person. And he said, like, it's coming back to me now. You know, Andy's freaking out because she still hasn't met the guy before, you know, even when she thought she had two weeks. She's like, I still haven't been able to talk to him. I want to, like, Get a feel. Go, yeah, because go over our game plan, you know? Even, yeah, even before you go for a hearing, you get briefed by yes. the person who's representing you. That was crazy, yeah. the whole, yeah. But I will say that a lot of public defenders are overworked, underpaid, and, like, so busy that it's literally like that. You know, they come in, they sit with you, it's like, oh, yeah, here's that file. It's like, they could have never talked to you, and they'll sit through a trial with you, you know, or the first hearing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, after that, it's like, okay... This motion's this and that and the other and then, like, kind of be on their way. So it is kind of, like, a realistic it's side realistic. of the struggle of the system. But you still don't think that you'd see that working against a police officer. Like, right. you'd think that, okay, yeah, that happens to us normal people out here. But for police officers to have to go through the same type of feeling, you I was take like, more wow. measures. Yeah. yeah. It's like, wow, that kind of sucks for them, too. Yeah, and also, you know, Duncan's connected to the police commissioner, so he has pull, and probably that that helped him move up the hearing. Yeah, Yeah. that's what that was. So Mm. Andy tells Oliver that, you know, she did kind of was more lenient in some of her reviews of Duncan in the early on stages. Um, we find out that Duncan actually pulled his weapon on a mom who was reaching for her res- registration on a routine like stop. The son thought it was fa- funny, but clearly the mom didn't. Um, and she kept listing everything as satisfactory with room for improvement. And I was like, oh, that's, that's too nice. That's too, too nice. nice. But Maybe. that's kind of tough because, I mean, she was honestly like, okay, trying to get, like, it was fair what she was trying to do. Like, mm-hmm. I think everyone kind of gets what she was trying to do. It's like this young kid, you don't want to just blast him if it's like, okay, he's got to get used to it. You know, it's not like she did anything. Her intentions were good. Yeah. Her intentions were too good, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> yeah too good. And yeah, important lesson, I guess. Sometimes it's not cool. But Andy does tell Shaw. You know, I just wanted to give him a chance to prove himself. I didn't want him to be labeled as a failure before he had time to prove himself. Which is true, and it does mean a lot. But fast forward into the hearing, I mean, Duncan's lawyer, who was the best in the business because, you know, police commissioner's my stepdaddy. Yay, I'm connected. connected. Um, And... She just, like, rips... Well, doesn't even have to rip, really. She just, Mm -hmm. like, well, here's, like... I'm going to let Andy basically set herself up. I'm going to let her say everything that she, you know, 
wants to say and feels and everything. Meanwhile, I have this whole recording in my back pocket that's going to disprove everything she, she just said. said. Just sneaky of him. Very, very twisted. So who yes. do you guys think was behind Duncan's brilliant idea? Was it his lawyer or his stepdad who told him to get it on tape? Get it on tape. Probably mm. his stepdad. <laughs> I mean, it makes the most sense that it would be his stepdad. But I just feel like even when he got on tape, it wasn't like she was like, I mean, she was just being nice. But what did she really say? She's like, it's my fault, but not really. You know, it didn't come across like she did anything bad, in my opinion. It was kind of like she was like, you know. I think that it was much of Duncan leading her down the path of questioning that he wanted her to go to. Right. And be just in that instance in general i'm like okay well like clearly she doesn't know she's being recorded he's clearly steering her down the path to completely have her her shut down yeah he's because if you go back to the recording he's the one who's like hey how are you doing Mm -hmm. yeah you know he he was leading that whole conversation conversation. and he isn't clever enough so he was told to do this so i think it was his stepfather behind it because his stepfather would probably be smart enough to pull this smart enough to like, this is how, this is what you do. These are the steps you take in order to take someone else down. But do you down. think there's a master plan here? Like, something more sinister than what we just see on the surface? Well, I thought that the inspector had something to do with it. Mm-hmm. But then, based off of the conversation with Shaw, I don't fully think that he was behind it anymore. I think it is more with the police commissioner. So maybe we'll have the police commissioner, like, come insert himself in. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, now that, you know, Shaw's kind of sold made a deal with the devil Literally. you know um maybe he'll come in and like start making shaw do other things that are kind of yeah like manipulating him yeah. putting him here yeah, so like that he blackmail. can yeah, yeah blackmail totally. and that sort of stuff um this hearing gets very heated andy and duncan are yelling at each other because andy's still hurt because duncan did abandon her like the charge mm-hmm. of neglect of duty he to the definition of that did that action. Totally. Mm-hmm. He neglected his duty. He's still standing by, my battery died. And he's like, I checked your battery. I'm not an idiot. And he didn't deny that yeah, either when she that. said that. And and he didn't say anything else. He's like, yeah. It's like, that was Because I did. Yeah. I did abandon her. How do you guys think? Because, okay, I won't ask that question yet. So, <laughs> um, Shaw, they take a short break. Shaw, you know, goes up to the inspector and is like, hey. The hearing lady just said that she wants to, like, expand the investigation, which means she's going to go start looking into Andy. That's not good for Andy. Mm -hmm. So in order to protect her, he makes a deal with the inspector. He will take the job as the staff sergeant, um, but Oliver has to rehire Duncan, and the inspector has to make this whole situation just go away with Andy. And they're going to handle it internally, they said. Handle it internally. That's just more of a mess. It, but it seems really shady on the inspector to let that actually happen. That's shade. See, and that's why I thought that the inspector was involved with this whole case and everything. Because I'm like, when they met to got together to talk, I thought it was going to be the inspector. It was like, you know, if you just take that position, mm-hmm. I can make all this disappear. Right. But it was Shaw who said it. So that's why I'm confused on how to feel about him right now. But so I, maybe he's not. Because, you know, just like you said, yeah. I thought he he was a shady guy and he's behind everything. But maybe helping out Shaw might change our way of thinking. Maybe he actually is good. He's not the one. 
He's not the one that wants to take the, the division down. But maybe Duncan. someone else. There's just it just seems like there just it can't just be this. It ha- there's some other storyline hiding that we're gonna that's gonna develop because it just seems too strange to me. Like this whole thing, and now he wants Duncan back. It just I don't know. Maybe we're looking at this all wrong. Maybe it's not what we think at all. Maybe it's the commissioner trying to get in, but maybe the inspector is actually the good guy mm-hmm. who's mm-hmm. trying to keep the good in the division. By keeping Shaw there, he has someone who he knows he can trust and know is going to make right good thing. moral judgments. And then you have some outside force who's trying to like infiltrate, but he knows that at the core, they have a strong leader there. So maybe yeah. in the long run, the inspector will turn out to be the guy who's actually trying to save the division from something he knows is coming at them. Mm-hmm. I like that. I mean, I agree. But also, like knowing that you're going to let Duncan, that kind of guy, that kind of worker, back into the police force is just like, that's another questionable thing. Can we put him at the front desk? Please. Mm-hmm. Yeah, take over Chloe's spot. Yeah, yeah. Like, can we just make yeah. him... Desk him. Desk, De- put him at the desk. Well, he said bench him. Yeah. He said you do know, whatever, bench him. Give him his job back, but don't have him do anything. Yeah, like, I don't even want him in the evidence closet or anything. Like, no. he just needs to be at the front He's desk. He's no like, good. He needs to be answering phones. Answering phones. If, that, if he mean, can do that properly. Do booking. Greeting people. Yeah. No one likes booking. He's yeah. dirty business. There's you, something up with him. There is something He's gonna up with him. cause more problems. Now, Oliver goes back into this thing and when the inspector says, we're gonna handle this internally, it's like, what? And, you know, Duncan's lawyer is like, what does that mean? He kind of throws Andy under the bus and is like, you know, I'm gonna, this is, you know, my fault because I appointed Andy as his TO and she wasn't ready. So we're gonna take care of this. Do you think that that was too harsh? No, I think tough love. I mean, you have to, in situations like this, when it does escalate to an actual full-out hearing, that you do have to realize and take a step back and be like, hey, these are the actions that I took. Maybe I wasn't ready. You do. I mean, you have to be an adult. She Mm -hmm. kind of wasn't ready, honestly, because of how, you know, like he did say to her, you know, I I get it. I get what you were doing. He's like, but you weren't doing your job. And that's the truth. So at the end of the day, did he throw her under the bus or it's what it was a a learning moment for her? I wouldn't say throwing under the bus because he took fault, too, because like it was my responsibility to let you take on this responsibility. So I'm at fault also. So, I mean. Be an adult, take, we all make mistakes. He and made her take responsibility, too. You basically. learn from me. Can learn. we actually say that it's the inspector's fault? Because after Andy volunteered to be the TO, and Shaw tried to reassign it yeah. and say, no, that's not going to happen, the inspector was like, oh, what? You don't think that your officer is, like, ready enough to do this on her own? Or, like, what's wrong with her? Like, he questioned Shaw about yeah. wanting to remove like, why Andy. Like, why can't it? she do it? I wouldn't say it's the inspector's fault because it's technically not his responsibility. He's not part of that division. So who do I you mean, think is, was, is, was responsible? Do you think... I think it was Shaw. 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 He's at the, the top day, of the line. He's the Andy one that makes... wanted to do it. No, he's the one that makes the daily yeah. decisions, especially in that. And he but, took that responsibility. But just to play devil's advocate, because Andy wanted to do it. Shaw didn't want her to do it. So... And then, he and then got Shaw pushed. got kind of pushed away of, like, why can't she do it by Inspector, who's above him now. And so then he was like, mm-hmm. okay, So then, you know, it, I kind of feel like everyone kind of has, yeah, everyone has someone they're answering to, so everyone is letting Good it point. go. And yeah. then Andy lets Duncan slide with things because she doesn't want to report him for being bad and a failure. I just feel like it's a 
chain reaction of events that it's not any one person's fault. It just kind of just but, all went wrong. Basically. Yeah, it just all went wrong. Yeah. But what if it had been someone completely else who was the training officer for Duncan? Would he still be a failure? No. I, you don't think Duncan would have been a <laughs> no. failure no. with a different why? Because it's like the way he was acting. You think he wouldn't have acted that way with. Not with Andy. I mean, because, well, also, Andy was very emotional, and she wanted to bond way too soon in that in the friendship kind of rather than a T.O. versus their rookie. And I think Duncan kind of, because Andy was so lenient Mm -hmm. in his actions and stuff, she wasn't strict enough. And I think if someone else, you know, helped, Duncan's still going to make mistakes because he's still a rookie. I mean, despite whoever's going to be his T.O., I think that this might sound a little sexist, but I think that if it had been any other girl, Duncan wasn't going to take them seriously. And I think that if he had had a man, Tio, he would have gotten in line a little bit easier and a little bit better because Andy tried from day one and he was taking selfies at the car. But what about like his "Mm -hmm." way of thinking? Do you think like when he didn't come help her when he was in the car, do you think it had to do with a woman he didn't feel safe going there with her? No. And if it were a guy, he would have... Come. I just think that his actions of listening to orders and discipline would have he would have responded better to those right. things from a man than he did from a girl because I never think I don't think he ever had full respect for Andy from the moment that they got together and I honestly thought it, I was like is he treating her like this because she's a woman and I thought that from day one he like made episodes a ago about that in the car with her about yeah. her being a woman he did say something yeah so I kind of feel like mm-hmm. I don't know maybe his stepdaddy has some woman issues and stuff too maybe he's a little sexist but we all yeah and but we also know that Duncan really doesn't have like all the tools are in the toolbox I mean he's yeah. not the sharpest one yeah, yeah. and like even to the simplest common you know common sense type of actions he wasn't really there yeah so I'm just wondering would it have mattered I mean if he's not there he's not there you know like mm-hmm. whether he's got a guy I think you have a point but also the way he is it just seems like he would be like that anyways exactly but yeah. but then having someone that you respect or have some fear you know that maybe yeah. then you wouldn't have done certain things because of that so it could be. Yeah. I don't know. I guess we'll never know. Unless they do one of those random episodes where it's like a what if yeah. episode. Like, what, <laughs> what if, if this happened, then this would happen. A wonderful and, life. Or maybe it'll yeah. develop Division. as we find out more about why. You never know. Yeah. As we discover more and yeah. more what's going on. So, basically, Duncan gets his job back. Andy's safe with her job. But she's pissed at all- Oliver. Which I guess now Sergeant. that he is staff sergeant, sergeant yeah. Oliver or yeah, Sir not Oliver Sir. anymore. Um, now that he is the boss, he's got to start acting like it, and he's going to go from being lovable Oliver, who everyone likes, and you know the interim guy. You're still got that great vibe with. Now it's his job, and he so has to do his job. He's this not going to be yeah. friendly with everyone, and that's and probably why he didn't even want that job to begin with because he knew he mm-hmm. liked to be with the people. Now he's going to have to. But also that reflects too because he wanted to be the friends with everyone, and then Andy wanted to be friends with his her rookie. So it that it's that trickling down effect, you know. But when Shaw was started, when Shaw was friends, when Shaw was T like her Tio, he wasn't trying to be her friend. Yeah, like you know, yeah, they're. I think that that's one thing she forgot about. It's like, you can't be friends. And it's a little bit about, if you look at, like, all the storylines, doing your job. Her doing her job, him having to do his job, Mm -hmm. and now, you know, Dove with Chris, you know, having to do his job. So it's kind of, like, coming down to that. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, 
Shaw was also under a lot of other pressure tonight because his ex-wife Zoe shows up with <laughs> their daughter Izzy, um, who got suspended for, from school for doing what she calls a performance art piece. What art that was? <laughs> she was protesting, protesting because they're cutting their art program. art program, and so they showed up in mask and underwear to the <laughs> superintendent. Was that accurate? That was like, so funny. What? I mean, <laughs> I can understand protesting because I've actually done that for art. In so, but not in underwear. <laughs> yeah. But I can understand the intentions. And, it wasn't really like malicious in a way. It was just yeah. the guy caught. And it wasn't so bad. I mean, it but was just did funny, they have to be in their thing. underwear? I guess it like, got their attention. They had to make a statement. They're in high school. They got people's he attention. He could have been arrested for, like, pedophile actions because <laughs> they are underage. That is true. Just throwing that one out there. They are <laughs> minors. Anyways, so, you know, she's at the at the station all day. He dumps her off on um, Chloe. Yeah. Who is dealing with her own stuff. But at the end of the day, you know, she runs off. No one can find her. Then she shows back up. And we and they have a good talk and I'm glad that they brought Izzy in because I've started to forget that Shaw had, you know, kids, a, da- a mm-hmm. daughter. And um, you know, she's like, I never see you. I came over to your house to tell you what, what I was gonna do today and there's celery doing a fertility <laughs> like celery. Fertility dance. <laughs> dance. And she's like, if you're gonna have another baby, like I already don't get to see you. Like, how's that fair? Mm-hmm. And that was Shaw, a good moment. Yeah, I love seeing Shaw as a dad because he's so good. Yeah. And he's so just relaxed and chill. And he's like, you know what? Let's go grab some burgers. He's like, I'm making some money now. Yeah, so let's send you to perform in our school. It's like, you know, so he does have like that happy ending with his daughter. And hopefully we'll nice get to moment. see more of Izzy because I feel like mm. maybe with... I don't know. I feel like we need to see Izzy or Celery. Yeah, I was like, I wouldn't want to yeah. see more Izzy. You want to see Celery? Only because, you know, she she has her teenage moments and she's going to be an adolescent in that way. But I think Celery is a lot more interesting. Yeah, but I it brings like more dynamic to It's Shaw. weirder, though, to have Celery hanging around the precinct than it is to have, like, his daughter right, just, like, hanging out the at the, like, after school. Celery. Maybe there'll be some something going on with Celery and it'll yeah, be maybe. there, not necessarily. Yeah, and clearly him and Celery need to have a talk if she's... Because <laughs> he's like, yeah, I, he's like um, I didn't know we're going to have kids, no. so kids? we got to work nope. that out. I'm, I'm over that part of my life. Fertility dance. <laughs> um, and That's then funny. Gail has her interesting encounter, her first encounter with Holly since the breakup or storm yeah. out of the penny, I yep. guess we could I thought call it was kind of funny, the Tracy... Wanted her to bring the thumb to Holly. Yeah. It was interesting. That- so Gail has to take the thumb down to the morgue to see if they can pull a print off of it. And Tracy says, take this down to Holly. Of course, Gail being Gail tries to avoid that. And so I she... I think Tracy was being a good friend, you know? Yeah. Go, go talk to so, Holly. Yeah. yeah. Make, make amends. Well, Gail goes to Rodney first. And Rodney's like, I gotta go get. <laughs> She's like, can't you just do it? Come on, like, can't you just, you do just it? pull that print off? But then, as soon as Holly got in the room, Gail became like a lovesick puppy was really and was cute. just like vying for the attention and love again. I, you said it's cute. I was disgusted. Well, she I thought it was cute because she just wasn't hiding it. It was like they're all her guard. Her everything was dropped, and she was just like her eyes were all like totally in love again. Like. I'm sorry. But I think when you face someone that you do have the strong feelings and do love, you're gonna 
you're gonna lose all your inhibitions and say what you feel and yeah you're rolling your eyes no because here's my only problem with this (laughs) she's like gail stormed out on her it was not the other way around right so gail if you wanted to go back all you had to do weeks ago was go back not Mm -hmm. i'm on total team holly when she was like you had your chance like you can't all of a sudden now you stormed out on me so you don't get to come back and be like, oh, yeah, oh, hey, attention, over here, over here. No, because you stormed out, so that means you were over it. So now I'm moving on with my life. But that's just the way my yeah, mind that works. Makes sense, so, though, I, I mean, mean, I think I just feel bad for Gail, and I always yeah, root for her because she is a tormented soul. Yeah. But, I mean, she did try. At least we saw Gail being honest totally. and raw, and that's really out of character for her. It is. I just felt like the role should have been reversed, and Holly should have been the one trying to apologize to Gail and really engage with her in this situation as opposed to Gail embarrassing herself. We have a whole cat and mouse relationship going on. Because it was kind of like Holly, I mean, you know, the whole scene of why they got into the spat. I mean, I would think Holly would also have to Say, say she's sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Like, I, I didn't get to see all the phone calls and text messages that Gail ignored. So I yeah, need to right. see that as a viewer. I need to see that Holly was actually sorry for her actions before I can believe that Gail is going to be a lovesick puppy over yeah. her. But it was kind of sudden. funny just to see her like that. It was a little bit unexpected. Yeah, it was very unexpected to see Gail. I think it was like nice that. to see her like yeah. that. I don't really think it's funny. I think it was nice. Um, that she is being honest. She is being She's honest, and I sincere. will give her that. And she realizes that she is still a child at heart in her mm-hmm. actions. And she laid it out there but, for Holly, yeah. which is big of her, right? She's like, look, I'm mm-hmm. sorry. I'm This is, you know, and... Character growth. Yes. <laughs> exactly. But how many times do we have to see Gail, like, realize that she screwed <laughs> up and she screwed up again? Yeah, but yeah. how many times do we have to see everyone else constantly make mistakes and, and screw up again? Them and, is, yeah. I mean, this is called Rookie Blue. <laughs> Everyone's going to make mistakes. Yeah, well, just don't make the same ones, guys. Some people have to make yeah. the same mistakes over and over and over again and yeah. then learn. Marissa, why can't everyone just be perfect like me? <laughs> I don't know, Tiana. It's very hard. That's why there's only one of you. I Goodness. know. I'm far from perfect, everyone. I'm only 95% perfect. Only 95 Um <laughs> I have my flaws. But they're so hidden. No one would know. No one would know a thing. Um, so, yeah. Um, off with them. <laughs> now, Dove is usually the best boyfriend that we have here at the precinct. It is Chloe's birthday. She is so excited to do something besides her normal tradition of watching The Breakfast Club and eating popcorn on her couch. And she, gets, she loves that routine. But she, she, loves, she, loves she does it. love yeah. it. It's a great film. She's all, it is. I was like, I mean, that sounds like a great night. I might go home and do that tonight. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, she's kind of expecting something else because Dove hasn't told her what any of the plans are. But Dove gets so distracted by Diaz not showing up for work that he completely forgets about totally Chloe's forgets. birthday. Mm. She gets a present at the end of the show, and from it's like, oh, who's who? from West? From West. Whoa. From West, was... and it's the movie and popcorn and a card. And the fact that she was smiling. She was she actually kind of happy about that. I'm, like, oh, I'm not sure if I like you know, this. At that moment when you're bummed because your boyfriend forgot about you, and then you someone remembers that she's smiling. I mean, do you think she's going to go down that slippery slope? No. <laughs> no. I don't think so. I think it's just that moment, and she blushed. And I don't know if 
what's gonna come we're definitely gonna yeah. hear that she gonna call she's bacon? gonna call out dub next week be like yo you left me yeah abandoned me on my birthday and i was wondering what happened to Wes because he said he was gonna fight for her and all this stuff and then we haven't seen him for like three or four episodes so to. this is kind of their way of being like hey he's still in the picture yeah. he hasn't gone anywhere so clearly that fight is not it's done yet on. it's still going on but Dove has been calling Chris all day. He's, he's, a, he's, he's yeah. It's kind of like you can't be too. I mean, yeah. it's not cool, but he is really consumed with this Chris thing, and it's fair enough. He's very concerned about a friend, and it's a serious matter. Yeah, and we have Shaw asking, "Hey, where's Diaz? Where's Diaz?" And finally, yeah. Dove says, "Oh, he he's he's got a cold. He's out Lying sick." For him, and then another officer is like, "Oh, he's What's stomach, flu. Yeah, stomach flu, stomach flu, Pepto Bismol." Yeah. Um, so finally, you know, he goes and checks Chris's car, which is in the parking lot, snooping around, and he finds Chris's drug of choice, which yes. is no shocker, no shocker to us, no. or no. even or to him. even to him. No, but no. it confirmed his it, yeah. it confirmed what it is. I guess it confirmed everything he's been thinking, and probably why Chris has been acting the way he has over the past few weeks. So he confronts him at the house. And Chris, being a little sniffer. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That too. I'm like, oh, you're totally not even hiding Unshaded this right now. looking yeah. a hot mess. Trying to pretend like he's playing some online poker. <laughs> yeah. But did you see, because one of the things, um, Diaz, after Dove kind of knocks the drugs onto the floor, Diaz is like, hey, it's not like I'm some, like, Fiend, like drug addict fiend. And then he's, Meanwhile, he's on the ground <laughs> sweeping he's up. Like, I'm not desperate. A, he's yeah, literally yeah, desperate. on his knees. On his knees. Know. I'm like, it's hardwood that floors. That's all dirt that you're getting right now. It's not mm-hmm. even the white stuff. And um, Dove turns to him and goes, "No, you're a cop." And, and then I was he pauses. Like, then uh, Chris is like. That like whoa! I think yeah. it was even his like body position. The fact that he's on his hands and knees, he's literally hit rock bottom. Mm-hmm. This is the bottom. And then to have that realization and that intervention, be like, "Yo, get your act together." Yeah, like so. That's pretty intense. Now Dove knows, and Dove has the big, you know, dilemma within himself. Does he report Chris? Because you know, technically, I think he's supposed to let them know that you know, oh, police yeah. officer is. Mm-hmm doing drugs right now to help him get clean or does he try to handle it on his own and let Chris he's work gonna it out? Try and I mean, handle it. I don't think he's going to report him. That's hard to say because he they were in their own house, their own property. Yes. He wasn't doing uh, Diaz wasn't doing it yeah, on the job. He wasn't at the division doing it. So it's hard to say, hey, this is what he does outside, but if it affects his job, which you know, it is starting to I mean, it's hard to report that. And I don't think he would even if I think he's going to have his back. I mean, maybe to his own detriment. I don't know. But, you know, he's lying for him as to why he's not there. So I don't think he's going to go and tell. I mean, would you? It's a slippery slope because on the one hand, I understand what Marissa said. You know, it's on his free time. Right. But that stuff stays in your system so long that you're still going into work with it in your system. And yeah. you're a police officer. And when yeah. you're a police officer, even when you're off duty, I don't yeah. think you can do but even I'm any drugs, yeah. right? I mean, I'm I don't think no. you yeah. can do drugs. I'm sure that's part yeah. of it. Yeah, and I'm sure that he would get fired and, totally. you know, for if he tested positive, like, not suspended, like, fired. he would lose Actual. his job. Just, I mean, yeah. So I think that's the reason why um, Dove won't say anything. 
and he'll try to help him and it might be to the downfall of them both it might be to the downfall of his relationship with Chloe because if he's keeping secrets from her and she's kind of suspicious that like, something's going them? on yeah. it might lead her straight into Wes's arms or so, Nick, Nick's right there too I mean I would go for Nick but <laughs> y'all already know that <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so, I mean, mm-hmm. I think it's something that he definitely has to be careful about and be tiptoeing around. And if Diaz doesn't get his stuff together soon and quick, then he's he needs to tell someone. He's going to have to. Because it's going to. to affect his job. I mean, it is affecting his job yeah. performance. I th- yeah, I think once Diaz, you know, messes up again, then Doug will say something. Because that is his job. Despite the fact if they're best friends or not. But then we know that Dove, you know, dealing with his brother's stuff and everything, like, it's hitting close to home. So maybe he would be more lenient and really try and, try and be help. there and help Chris yeah. as long as he can. Mm-hmm. That's so. what I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, those these rookies, man, I tell <laughs> you. So much. They just can't get their acts straight, I swear. Um, I guess we could mention quickly, um, I loved Sam and Andy's moment on the basketball court at the end of the episode um, when he was trying to cheer her up because she was mad at um, Shaw and he's bad at basketball. He didn't even know what a check (laughs) was. He didn't know how to pass the ball. Pass it. Yeah, I'm kind of wondering if he made that layup or not because it cut to black. Probably And it not. was a horrible layup. It was like a... He shot on his right when he should have shot on his left. I mean, come yeah, on. it was just all bad, but it was cute nonetheless. <laughs> and was. so it was nice to see them have kind of their little couple moment um, throughout the episode. Yep. Mm-hmm. So um, I think we should get into some predictions. Yeah. And now... Your After Buzz TV predictions. So, the previews for next week kind of make me think that everything that we kind of gathered in this episode is going to take a backseat so that we can have a focus on, like, a good case. Yeah. yeah. Scenario type I th- of thing. I think Duncan's going to be back. Of course, we see that. But he's going to be paired with someone else. I don't know who, but... I don't know, Duncan's got to Yeah, know, that's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. When, if, you know, Duncan and how that's all going to fly because he's going to have enemies now. And I also think someone else is going to find out about Diaz's drug problem. Ooh, what if it's Duncan? And he Ooh, uses yeah, that, that to his advantage know. to kind of yeah. leverage to get back Yeah, up. more people are going to find out about the drug problem. Yeah, I think so because, I mean, he's getting so sloppy. Mm-hmm. So I don't think this can happen because Swarik is now a detective, but what if Sam... What if Swarik and Duncan ended up being put together? Ooh. I feel like he's like, right now, who else is going to train Duncan? I would love it to be Nick. That'd be great. I don't think any, I don't think that they'll let any of those other rookies do it now because it has to be a senior Mm -hmm. who's established, who's done it before, and it can't be Shaw because he's now at the desk. So I'm just trying to figure out who it would be. But he's going to bring someone else. Yeah. He's a detective, so that would be interesting. I would love to see it, but I don't know. And I feel like in next episode with Diaz and Dove being trapped in that house, from what it looks like, that that's going to be how the drug problem thing really becomes yeah. evident to a lot of people. Yeah, and I think Dove and Chloe are going to like kind of s- slowly separate. I think so too. And do you think that rift is going to get a little yeah. bit bigger? And do you think Wes is going to make an appearance? Next uh, episode, I hope not. 
if it's not next episode, it'll be it's coming the, down the it's road. It's coming, yeah, because that letter is his presence is He's already there. here. He's not so giving up. I think it just depends on how much of next episode focuses on Dove and Diaz being stuck in that house right. versus other things. But we also still have to see that drug dealer that. Chris has been buying from. Oh. With, Chris, the, with the sunglasses. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Crystal, uh, Crystal <laughs> owes him one because of that whole mix up with the being stuck mm-hmm. in jail. So I feel like that's going to come into play yes. pretty soon, mm-hmm. too. So it'll be that interesting might, yeah. to see. Um, but everyone, make sure you guys let us know what you think is going to happen on the show. Keep the conversation going. Where can they find you on social media? You can find me on Twitter at Yvonne Masonette. And you can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Serafini TV. You can check out everything um, for AfterBuzz TV on social media at AfterBuzz TV. Make sure you go to our website and check out all the millions of other shows that we do here. Um, and you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Tiana Hobson. Thank you so much for spending your Thursday night with us. As always, we will see you next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 